Aloha, I am June Jones of the Houston Roughnecks, and this is the XFL Show. Welcome football fans, this is For the Love of Football, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. The CFL is moving forward with their 2021 season. Half of this show is moving studios. And the road to the next big big XFL news moves right along, right here on episode 176. We're moving, Bryant. Happy Boxing Day to you, Alan. It's uh, that's it, not what Boxing I, Day is. I mean, I, it's my own I, personal I know it's, Boxing Day. Yeah, I, I know it's still a lot of questions around what Boxing Day truly is, but it seems like you're <laughs> celebrating it in full effect right now. Uh, happy Boxing oh, Day. It's not. It's it's joyous to share the intimacy of shoving all your belongings into boxing <laughs> into boxes with your with your wife, and that that is the. The positive there, but man, sore, tired, late night recording. But we had to get this in because it is another week on the road, and we we have some stuff to talk about. On this is the XFL show, and you know what? There's not that much CFL to get into, just a little bit, and I think that might be a relief to you, Brian, because you you were starting to complain that this was becoming the CFL show, especially with a double dose last week, a show and a Dave Naylor interview. Yeah, go back and listen to our Dave Naylor episode. I was uh, off camera. I was telling him, how do we make sure that this is not the CFL show? Because it's not the CFL show. It's the XFL show. And I said, what are you talking about? This is still just the, the XFL show. There's no Canadian stuff going on, eh? <laughs> Don't be a uh, loser. There's not actually. Here we go. See? I'm prepared. I haven't decided <laughs> uh, exactly my team yet, so that's still up for grabs. But uh, I, I am hopeful that uh, we'll, we'll get that finalized before the season starts August 5th. Yes, and I got my rider shirt in the mail. It's coming in the mail. Really? Where is it going, though? Did you put, I hope you didn't send it to this place. Cause... No, no, because this place is <laughs> it, it's gone forever to me You know, after, after tomorrow. So, yeah, it'll be coming to L.A., so you'll see me rocking it throughout the summer. How does this In look? person. Is this too much? No, it's great. Oh, great. I love awesome. it. I love seeing that. Uh, yeah, there is uh, two episodes last week. We talked about the uh, the CFL announcing that they were coming back August. Uh, sorry, August fifth, August sixth, five, I believe. Five. five. Uh, maybe uh, they're coming back <laughs> to play the twenty twenty one season. How that all relates to the XFL. We also talked to uh, Dave Naylor as a separate show. Two shows last week. So make sure you check those out on YouTube at uh, XFL Show. I love it. 724-565-4XFL is the XFL fan line for you to call. And we've get been getting texts there and some voicemails, people asking questions. A lot of the same questions because, well, uh, there's still a lot of confusion out there. Exactly. Wait, what are you talking about? Some people will call. I like the voicemails we get, Brian. There's, they say, so wait, the XFL bought the CFL? No. No, that's not what we're talking about. Alignment. But they're they're talking at a table about what they might do together uh 
we're going to kind of clear up the confusion a little bit later on. In the we are. Read. And, and it is do that. It definitely, we definitely have to do that because people are finally starting to congregate together. They're getting into groups, these massive yes. groups. All these things are happening. People are talking. We got to set the, 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 we got to set everything straight and we got to make sure everybody's prepared for these types of conversations that are going to happen. You know, here in the U.S., we got July 4th coming up. A lot of barbecue, a lot of beers, yep. a lot of conversations to be had that you probably haven't yeah. had in almost two years. Yes, you seeing family members you haven't seen in a while. I'm going to see I mean, Alan for the first time in a year and a half. Yeah, and and <laughs> I'm going. I've been going to my, you know, as as I believe the Berg for the summer. I was getting my 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 local bar in as much as I could the last few weeks. So I would hit it up, and every single time I'd run into someone and start talking XFL, and they say, "Oh yeah, what's the deal with that? Is that coming back?" And then well, well, we'll we'll talk about exactly how that's been going lately in, in, in the hot read. So seven two four five six five four XFL. If you want to hit us up, text at XFL show. Of course, on social media, and we are everywhere there at XFL show. And of course, we are brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts, and their website is prettyeasypodcasts.com. How easy is that? You just go there, and you can actually reach out to Pretty Easy Podcast directly on their website if you're looking to start your own podcast. So, hey, you're thinking, man, I really been wanting to get this off the ground, but, you know, I work. I don't have all this time, but I got a lot to say, and I think it'd be good. I just need a little help, and I don't want to spend too much, but I need help, and I need someone who knows what they're doing. That's what Pretty Easy Podcast is all about. So check it out right now at prettyeasypodcast.com. Uh, because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. Uh, they make it so easy that you could do it while it's your boxing day. I was in Palm Springs last week and made it pretty easy. Uh, so they help. can come and help you. Help. I've learned. We're learning sign too language easy. in the house. It's help. almost too easy. I mean, I'm literally just breaking down. The only thing that's still like up and connected to anything is the internet in this place. And that's all I needed. Thanks to Pretty Easy Podcast. So that's- You're probably paying for an extra month for just because of that, huh? Just to make sure you no, had just, internet until the very last day that you left. I, I made it. I, I did turn it off the day after I'm gone. So <laughs> if someone squats in here for a day, they will have, have internet. That I did do that, yes. Uh, <laughs> real quick, let's think and dunk around XFL social media. We had Delmar in Maui, Hawaii, uh, hit us up on the XFL fan line with a text saying, my question is EFL, CFL, USFL, XFL, AFL, IFL. Can you see the XFL? What I'm trying to say is with all the spring leagues, do you think there's enough football players to go around for all these leagues to survive? And do you think the talent will be diluted in the XFL because there's only so many good players to go around? I like, first of all, the question itself. It's it's a very important one. Are there enough good players? And I also like the way you set it up, Delmar. That's beautiful. You, you you threw all the acronyms in there. That's true. There's a lot of alphabet soup going on. That's fine. He it. did miss that one. He didn't. Did he? Did he put elf in there too? I don't know. Well, he kind but, of. He did E F L. I think he meant that E L F. Throw in E L O too. I've been listening to them lately. Uh, Delmar, good question. <laughs> good question. The answer uh, for me is yes. There are enough good players because I don't think it will be diluted. Eventually, one of those leagues is gonna crumble i think because they won't be getting these superior players and i think if you're talking about an alignment between the xfl and the cfl they are the favorite to have the the better players because the cfl already has quality quality players i think and the xfl at least in 2020 uh was i think 
this the AAF plus a little bit more, Brian. I don't I don't know about you, but I thought they took the, a lot of the players from the AAF and then they added some other players who probably were sitting out. Yeah, quarterbacks and, and just better coaching too, maybe. And of course, they had the runway and the the time to prepare as teams. They didn't uh, so have that Charlie helped a lot. The big thing is, I think offensive linemen, that's where you see the big difference and the big drop from the NFL to any of these leagues. So in the CFL, that that's, I think, uh, an issue. That's why that game's different uh, in terms of, you know, the, the linemen. I think uh, it's, it's a different type of offensive lineman you're seeing up there. So you're seeing quarterbacks play a different style. But, of course, the rules are different, so you get away with it in the CFL. That's the big question, I think, is the 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 linemen in, in, in those leagues, whichever league has the best protection for the quarterback, if they're playing four-down football, that'll be the most noticeable when it comes to the quality of the football. And the one that looks as familiar to people as football, right? So if you, if you have something out there that doesn't look like football to people, it doesn't matter what the quality of play is, it's going to be a different sport. So I don't know how interested people will be in that. Uh, maybe off the bat, you get as you get what you can. You do what you can with what you got. At some point, one of these leagues, like Alan was saying, will kind of surpass them yeah. all. Whether it be financially speaking, maybe they're more financially stable. Maybe players gravitate towards them for whatever the TV contracts may be. Maybe the exposure. Maybe some um, you know deal with the NFL. Who knows? But I think to get the to get off the ground, you probably have enough players to go around. I mean, you have how many uh, Division One? Oh, colleges, man. college you know, football is so good. Players are so good. There's more than enough, especially if they're going to play in the pros. And if hopefully uh, they're enticed to actually go play in these leagues. Uh, that's the big thing is the is the pay. That's the most important thing. I think the, there's enough good players and you can't even dilute that if you have enough of them wanting to play professional football in one of these leagues. And really you threw a lot of word uh, alphabet soup, like I said in there, but really the ones we're concerned about are CFL XFL and maybe USFL. Now that they have Fox behind them, but good question, Delmar. Yeah. I think we even got into it with uh, Dave Taylor too. So go back and check that out too. Uh, how about shout out to Jake Plummer? A eh? here's the only really Canadian part of the show. Bryant uh, Jake Plummer. I don't think he's Canadian. I think he's from, like Montana or something or Idaho what a, a state that has very few people uh in it so maybe it's like he's like a Canadian adjacent but anyway he's starring in a movie where he plays a CFL quarterback <laughs> he plays Idaho. a grizzled he, he plays a grizzled veteran quarterback I think for the Hamilton uh t- Tiger Cats in this movie called Kick that's coming out I read an article about it, and he's going to be starring in it. It looks like with the guy who's in the Old Spice commercials. Uh, count me in. I'm watching this. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll be into it. I, I, don't, I don't mind. It's interesting. So he's going to be playing a quarterback, but the movie's called Kick. So I don't think it. I mean, <laughs> like, I think most, he might not be the most centralized uh, you know, <laughs> part of that movie, it seems like. That, is that the most bizarre part of it? And it's not even that Jake Plummer, <laughs> former quarterback who made it to an AFC championship, is in this movie, even in a small role. It's that oh, it's a football movie called Kick. Oh, so he's you would think it's is football, it football? Is in football, yeah. But no, it's a Canadian football. So uh yeah, that I just caught that caught my eye. 
and uh, I'll be watching that whenever it does come out. And it's the old Spice guy, but not Terry Crews, the other guy who's like half. Sometimes he's like a, a half horse, you know. That's the only time I've ever seen him is as a half horse. Um, I think he has, now he does does him, and his like sons a part of it too. Jake Plummer, oh my, oh my, no, this can't be right. What he last played in two thousand six. That with the with the Broncos, that that can't be right. Is that right? Then that means he he was like right was out of the league immediately. He was out of the league immediately after he lost the AFC Championship game. Then with the Broncos, that's that's really bizarre. But yeah, I mean, he was yeah, two thousand six. Yeah, and remember, he was playing with the Cardinals before that too. So yeah, he was. I just feel like I don't know why I feel like he was playing when you know. Tim Tebow I think was a he, thing, and, and like, like just I don't know why I pictured him playing yeah. into the team into 2015 or something like that. I don't know why. Weird. He never even played in the CFL, but he's playing a CFL quarterback in the movies. So I, I'm going to be watching that. Uh, checking the YouTube comments this week, Brian. I saw some good advice for us here because we have been saying maybe we'll go to the Great Cup December 12th. It's not far. If I'm still up here in the Northeast, you know, I, mean, I, I can get there to Hamilton. Especially if Jake Plummer's going to be there, maybe as a celebrity guest. I want to see it. Uh, but Kyle says, you're going to have to dress warm and drink a lot if you attend the Grey Cup. Not a problem. I think I could handle that. So I'm still, still, it's still on my radar. I think so. I don't, I don't, there's this weird concept and it's happened. This is the second time I think it's happened with Canadian, uh, our, our Canadian patrons is, why is cold and football not associated like with, with one another? Like that is what football is, is cold. <laughs> I think they're so used to it being played in the summer that they're not remembering that football is played in the cold. Like I, I remember generally. <laughs> yeah. Generally the playoffs are in the cold. They had a super bowl in the cold. Like this is, this, this is what they do. So I don't see that as an abnormality. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you're not scaring me away. I mean, I've, I'm, I think someone I'm said, with that. <laughs> How can you play football in zero degrees Celsius? That's thirty-two degrees. That's that's a nice sunny day in in, in October like, in Pittsburgh. I feel like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's normal. I mean, that's like the av- I would say that's probably the average of a Bears game or a Packers yeah. home game for sure. Yeah, thirty-two. Yeah. Come on, people. It's not no cold issues. is not yeah. If cold affects your play, you got other things to worry about anyway too. So. Our final dink and dunkage here real quick. Our old friends in the news, uh, Bryant. Remember uh, Pepper Johnson was briefly the Wildcats defensive coordinator? Do I remember Pepper Johnson? Of course <laughs> I remember Pepper Johnson. Not, not only that, but we uh, drove him. We were his personal chauffeurs at, at uh, training camp at when he was the defensive coordinator for the Wildcats. Yes, we Told did. Told us some and- good stories. <laughs> gave us some good advice. Uh, but then, unfortunately, it didn't work out with him in the XFL. But now he is the head coach at IMG Academy in Florida, which is – I don't know if you know this. There you are. That's like – you know, like in – see, a lot of our football freaks out there are like, oh, yeah, IMG, that's a big place. Uh, he's the head coach there. But if, if you don't know what IMG Academy is, and maybe – I think Bryant hasn't heard of it. I'll put it like – you remember in Mighty Ducks 3 – where they go okay. play at that prep school that's like uh-huh. legit and super hockey factory, right? Mm-hmm. That's yep, what yeah, IMG Academy up. is. I think for like all sports, but especially football. Like yeah, a lot like of great Eaton. players. Yes. A lot Eaton of great Hall. players will leave their regular high school and then go play there. 
Oh, okay. Like, so it's like a... from all across the country. Well, that's a big thing for Pepper Johnson then to get that kind of a role, especially at a high school level. Yes, big time. So congratulations to him. And hopefully uh, maybe we'll go to a training camp at IMG, Brian, and we'll drive around with Pepper Johnson again. That is, uh was an interesting car ride from the Wildcats practice to their hotel. Got us a free dinner with the Wildcats, which was great uh, that one time. But, man, Pepper Johnson. Should we have – should we have seen the writing on the wall now that I think about it, that they had the defensive coordinator ride with the two podcasters instead of the rest of the team just a couple <laughs> weeks before he got fired? Maybe, how did we not see that coming? Well, I guess we're not very were good we reporters. A, we're, were we a punishment <laughs> without even knowing it? I don't know. Do you think he looked at the little Subaru that we had? He's like, I got to get in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? I don't know. It was good to meet him. I like that. I had no, a good it was time. It was, it was, I still want to try that cool place. Ride. He said we had deep fried turkey legs with like macaroni and cheese or something. Yeah, I don't know he what told us about some in- intense, intense uh, eats down in Houston. Uh, side note, I, I, I didn't have deep fried turkey leg, but I had a pretty great open faced turkey sandwich today. And I'm still up late. I mean, that, that tryptophan hasn't gotten me yet because I'm, yeah. I'm excited for today's show, especially uh, talking about who won the Mega Bowl, and some of the dubious XFL news that came out this week from The Athletic. What do you say we get into it with this week's cover two? He ain't ready. All right, let's talk this Athletic article, Bryant. Uh, Daniel Kaplan of The Athletic reporting about the bankruptcy uh, moving along and players receiving their checks, and some of them, Apparently, getting what four cents to the dollar was the report. Eight cents, very, 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 very little money compared to what they were owed. Uh, oh, and okay. Go ahead. Some of these players are getting like six hundred dollars or less. Is what this this article said? Correct. Yeah. So to break it down a little bit more, um, it's it's not necessarily what they were owed. It's what they claimed they were owed. I think the, the arbitrator went okay. in and said, well, "You weren't owned that. You weren't owed that amount." Uh, these are all figures from the um, from the article that you mentioned there, Alan, on the athletics. So it is behind a little paywall. So just be wary of that. Yeah, if but you're each player had an athletic yeah. article. So each player was putting claims for about fourteen thousand, fourteen thousand five hundred and sixty dollars. That was based on the uh, annual. Uh, I think what was it here? I'm just reading through this. Uh, that was based on salary owed roster bonuses and win bonuses uh the arbitrator themselves said no that figure should be uh 7280 that's through peter Hurwitz uh wrote that in court which is 1040 dollars of the weekly salary uh, multiplied by the seven weeks remaining under player contracts so it's, it's, oh. it should be noted that the xfl paid their players yes through the 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 start of bankruptcy through the season where they didn't pay their players was after the season. So between the, the five weeks of, well, yeah. I mean, they played them for five weeks of games that weren't paid, played, mm-hmm. and they didn't pay them for the weeks after that. So, and then goes on of the 7,280, a fraction of that will be paid out to players somewhere in the vicinity of 600 to $800. Ooh. Well, I can attest uh, the bankruptcy and the pandemic for, Anyone who was working with the XFL sucked because <laughs> you probably missed out on a lot of money you probably were expecting. Um, you know, maybe people say, oh, the players weren't even getting that much in that league. But I mean, a lot of them 
we're looking forward to that, those checks. So that's, that just kills you to hear. But again, they, it's, that's what happened. The, the pandemic killed the league and thing went bankrupt. The, and it went away. And so there's no money to be had. Uh, there's, there's some checks I was hoping to be getting <laughs> Brian as, as we were official league employees too. So, uh, a, a major bummer. Uh, this is a reminder of that. Hopefully it's not too sour of a taste in some players mouths who can still play and are thinking about it. Uh, but then you see the quotes, there's quotes from, uh, Kenneth Farrow, I believe in this article, Brian, that we need to pick apart who's now that he was a former running back, of course, for the Seattle Dragons, and now the head of that, uh, not, it's, I don't know what how to phrase it, a sort of but not players union. It's a resource for players yes. who a do player not have resource. representation. Yes, it's yes. a player resource who do not have official uh, player association resources. United and Football Players Association. All four resources for players, for sure, for to have information and support. Uh, but then a lot of what he said just did not seem right, especially from reporting we've, hear, we've heard uh, when it comes to the XFL's future. And let's pick it apart now. It's well, we can pick it apart. And I, I do want to bring this up, too, because I'm not tr- – and I'll say this to you before we get in. With, with what Pharaoh is doing, I'm not trying to – like I, I think what he's trying to do is a great thing. Yeah. How he's doing it might not be the best execution because you remember back, he put out that tweet or someone did at you know at the United uh, Football Players Association and basically said uh, the CFL is telling players not to, to to get ready not to play in 2021 or 2022, basically. Or I think it was 2020 and 2021, something like that. Basically, that the season that was-, was canceled. Yeah, and it was just kind of early, too early to even say that. And it forced CFL to come out with a, with a statement on that as well. Uh, so he came out and said the only the XFL only wanted, and now this is in relation to the talks between the XFL and the CFL. The XFL, this is a quote from Keith uh, Farrell. Uh, sorry, from Farrell. Uh, the XFL only wanted to involve Montreal, Toronto, and British Columbia because those were the only markets really that were profitable. But what? what? <laughs> so we could stop there and break that down, but we'll keep going. Erroneous. And so, I, <laughs> and so I think with a gambling bill that is looking like it's going to pass, which it did, by the way, uh, in Canada, based on what we heard from people, it doesn't look like they're going to move forward with that merger because gaming would give the CFO a new revenue stream. Uh, the, the article goes on to say that a source close to the XFL says that is not true. The talks are ongoing. The CFL says any bets on the gambling legislation, pun intended, let alone our talks with the XFL seem premature, even risky at the moment. Um, okay. Where's the, <laughs> who are his sources? I mean, I, I, like we said, all about the motives for, uh, for what the, the, his, his group is doing for, with the resources, United Football, not a union, whatever you call it. But... To say that Montreal, BC, and Toronto are the only teams that the XFL is interested in because they're profitable is so wrong. It, it just shows how uh, flat out ignorant you are to the CFL because those are the least profitable uh, teams. <laughs> Quite the, big- the opposite. <laughs> the biggest markets of the CFL are the least profitable teams right now. Yes, it's a well known fact. The biggest market. <laughs> 
least and profitable teams. Not not true. So uh, that was the little interesting part of that quote is why would this XFL only be interested in those markets? And if they were interested in those markets, then just put teams in those markets. Like it's not that hard. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that's just silly. And that, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy because we've done our due diligence. We've done our research and, and we've talked to guys like Dave Naylor and we've been, you know, reading every, every angle you get on the CFL to know that kind of stuff. Uh, as we prepare and talk about the alignment talks, because we want to know what we're talking about, uh, you would think someone in Ken Farrow's position would want to do the same. And and I hope uh, he's not just getting fed false information purposefully, because that could be the case, because so- he's taken some wild swings and misses <laughs> the last few months when it comes to the development of these leagues and the progression of the CFL and, and the XFL moving forward. So the next part, though, is kind of a common sense thing. It, it's been in the back of your mind, at least if you're following all this stuff, all the gambling uh, legislation mm-hmm. for sports betting in Canada and how that's going to really help the CFL for sure. Um, but again, the reporting on it has been the opposite, has been that will have no effect on the XFL-CFL alignment talks. And the the future of that, even though it's going to be a, a – it's going to be a boom. It's going to help the business, the bottom line of the CFL. The, the consensus is the CFL business model cannot sustain itself without some major changes. And the XFL is the best way to move forward in doing so. So the, the gambling stuff really is moot when it comes to that point, when it comes to the, the CFL just doing such great business they'll be able to drop these alignment talks i mean at the end of it maybe maybe for some reason that's the case because the traditionalists uh are able to you know be heard and win that argument the cfl leaves the table but from what we're hearing and we're talking about every single week brian doesn't sound like that's happening uh not at all and i think I think it's important to to know that maybe he does have sources or, or, or inside information that we're not privy to. Totally possible. But with all the NDAs that we talk about every single week here yeah, and, and everything going on and what it's all kind of leaning towards, none of that seemed true. So uh, <laughs> I don't want to call him a liar. That's definitely not what I want to say here. Well, but I just I feel also, like it's maybe look at his record. Look at his record. He, he missed on the CFL not playing in 2021, right? He yeah. claimed that. They're playing the unions all and the union signed on on for it before the the board of governors in that league. So he missed on that one and oh for one. And now two bold claims there by Kenneth Farrell in this article. Um that's interesting. Also that Daniel Kaplan put that in there. I don't know. I mean, just to maybe get a headline, I don't know, but it's a. Uh, I didn't see it. I was that, reading the article, you know, earlier today, yeah. and I didn't see that anywhere about that quote. I don't know if I missed it on mm-hmm. on the wire, but that quote was to me. That article is all about the XFL players, mind you. Also, by the yeah. way, it's not XFL; it's Alpha paying their players. Yes, uh, Alpha it's Alpha, and, and, but, and of course, that the thing probably there is that Kenneth Farrow is a former player who's currently speaking frequently about everything, and is you right. know. He's always he's kind of the face of of the X, X, XFL player, and is someone you would want to reach out to to get a quote for sure. So, um, but interesting. I mean, that just sounds like all opinion, man. Gambling in Canada gonna 
ruin the XFL, CFL talks and the XFL. You know, they only wanted the big city teams in Canada. What? Obviously, Kenneth Farrell does not listen to the show, Brian. We need to change that. Maybe get him on the show eventually. <laughs> get and get get him focused a little bit and uh, not just saying stuff, especially when he's trying to really support uh, players. Uh, but interesting article. Check it out. It is behind a paywall, everybody. So uh, support him at The Athletic if you want. Uh, we like to. And let's go to part two of the cover two now. How mummy, what can you say? Just the coolest and the most innovative that's and it. resilient. That's, that's all that fits on the card. Is, <laughs> and resilient. A whole game, frustration, the linemen are down in the Mega Bowl. But what happens at the end of it? The tiny note card wins out. The jousters go down. It's all Luis Perez's fault, obviously, but more so it's because Hal Mummy is brilliant and never stops throwing those crossing patterns. Just keep throwing them. Just short. Play keep, fast. Do it again. Play fast. Do it again until they can't take it no more. They'll run out of gas eventually. They did. They did. The Jousters lose. Lyman win the Mega Bowl. Congrats. Uh, congrats to the Lyman. I think, I don't know, did you watch any of that game or some of that game or? Oh, yeah. I watched it, and then at the end, I, my, my jaw was on the floor. I couldn't believe it. I, the, I felt like the, easily it was going to be Luis Gil, Perez and Gilbride's day. I just did not see that coming at the end. Um, They 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 took Luis Perez out of the game at halftime, which was so weird yeah. to me. And, and to me, why do you do that in a championship game when you're up? Going into the half into halftime, big mind you. It's because it's a players' league, and all everybody's got to get so their. That's why their it's tape so hard to like actually enjoy this <laughs> as a fan of a team. You have to be a fan of a player, and then they take the player out that I'm a fan of. That is so. <laughs> this becomes a you know whatever. How about me? Congratulations. It, it's more of a coaches' league too. It's but that's <laughs> at the end of it. It was all about yeah, the coaches. I, yeah. I was hoping to get a nice uh, Kevin Gilbride Hal Mummy face off at center. At half uh, at midfield to uh, to to talk about the overtime. Uh, regardless, so and I, uh, unfortunately, Sports Illustrated is not selling uh, lineman mega bowl championship uh, telephone football helmet telephones. But I hear they might be selling the How Mummy Championship beach towel. And if that's the case, I need that for when I get out to LA. Yeah, there you go. Can you imagine me laying out on <laughs> Venice Beach with my How How Mummy beach towel. <laughs> Go line. Uh, don't lay out on Venice Beach at all. Uh, oh, yeah. Watch the needles. And the <laughs> and there, yeah. Uh, congratulations, Hal Mummy. Uh, the TSL. Maybe we'll never see a, another Mega Bowl because it's going to be taken over by the USFL. Who knows uh, at this moment in time? But Hal Mummy, uh, basically, you know, he is the uh, he's the wanted commodity, I would think, of the XFL right now if you want him to, to be oh, a head man. coach in your league. June Jones, Hal Mummy, Kevin Gilbride, Jerry Glanville, get them all. I'm all for it. I'm all for the Mega Bowl too. USFL, uh, when that comes around, I th I see highly uh, suggest they go with Mega Bowl as their championship game. I, it's fun to say. It just seems kind of too semi-pro too with Jackie Moon. Uh, yeah, that's basically. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, do you think they're giving out big checks to, to people who make you know, <laughs> yeah. 50 yard field goals or whatever? Yeah, did you see that guy? Duke's at halftime kicked that 50 yard field goal. <laughs> Can't believe it. Uh, um, don't score over 50 points. Don't <laughs> score over 50 points. Um, it's, uh, you know, congratulations. You know, it's going to be interesting, Alan, when the uh, XFL starts hiring coaches again. I, I was kind of looking, I, I think we all were looking for name notoriety. When it came to the coaches, Bob Stoops being the biggest one and first, I don't think I want that anymore. I just want good coaches, someone that I can look up and be like, what did he do? Yeah. What has he done? You know, because I didn't know a lot of these names. I mean, how mummy I knew. There's a few of them there, but like, you know, if you take some of these coaches, like June Jones, I think was the last hire, if I'm not mistaken. It wasn't like this, you know, wow pick. No one really was like, oh, my God, June Jones he ended up being the best coach in the league and, and didn't lose a game. So I'm kind of excited to see what what the coaches are. Not so much about who the the big name coaches are, but what they've done in the past and what they can do for the league uh, when they come in. Yeah, and I'm hope I'm also I mean just to that's a definitely a conversation down the road, and we we could have it any week. But I am I definitely want to see younger uh, blood in, in the coaching ranks in the XFL when it returns. I mean, not across the board, but I feel like. You know that's that's the thing to do in the NFL now. You got these these hot young coaches in, who are innovative, and I would love to see the XFL get into some of that because that's. Well, like, I wouldn't mind some of the older yeah. coaches who maybe I mean, people course, thought the the game had passed not them. ageism or anything. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, no, not was, at all. That's great to see, but you want to see the. I like the clash. I like to see a guy like a June Jones and there a grizzled old vet coaching against some young punk who's Pe- barely Pepper Johnson. You know, I, I wouldn't Johnson. call him Pepper's well, not Pepper a Johnson. Punk, he's not a young punk. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, Pep Hamilton. <laughs> Pepper Johnson was what we're talking about. Pep, Pep Hamilton. Pep Hamilton was the, yeah, he was the young buck of the. He was a cool kid. Coaches. He was taking his and, kids to go see Frozen. Yep. And he, I mean, but he had been around a lot as a coordinator for a while. And yeah, it was his first head coaching gig. So, so more guys like Pep Hamilton, I would like to see too. Um, and maybe even hotter and younger. But we'll discuss that down the road. What do you say we get into how we discuss the XFL with people we meet over the holidays coming up and and in you know public now that we're out in public a little bit more? It's going to be all covered here in this week's Hot Read. So, Bryant, let me paint the picture. I'm at my local bar, my watering hole, where they sell all kinds of whiskeys and vittles and delicious smoky wings. And I've been going there a whole lot because I'm not going to be in Pittsburgh uh, for most of the summer. I want to get my fill in. And so the last few weeks I've been there, I don't know, half a dozen times. And every time, so, invariably, the XFL comes up and I start explaining it to someone and they just get this look on their face of confusion and they're just not prepared, especially in a bar setting, to be to get all these details. It's coming back, but we don't know when. It's owned by The Rock, but there are no players. We don't know where any of it's going to be played or what channel it's going to be on. But, you know, the 2021 was really exciting. Wait, it was back in 2020? I, the, the confusion kills me, Bryant. Not everybody's up on it like, like we are and our, our listeners are, unfortunately. So how do I explain what the XFL is or what the USFL is or what the CFL or the TSL is when in their current state, when I'm at 
in public or a family member over the holidays and they have that confused look on their face because it's killing me i feel like I, I have the words in me but i can't get them out properly and i'm talking about this stuff every week i think it's just because i get too excited you get too excited and you talk to me a well you know well-minded person when it comes to uh edu- i'm sorry well-educated person i guess you could say uh when it comes to these things uh, so it's a little easier to conversate between the two of us. But when it comes to somebody who doesn't know what the actual is going on and just kind of hear snippets here and there about what actually is happening with spring football, it's hard. It's not going to be easy to, to, to explain it's to so them. Hard. So how do you how do you go about explaining them what – well, I always say – I think we had this conversation way back when when it was about the XFL. Hey, what, what should I expect from the XFL? And I think I brought it up to basically say, well, what is it that you want to know? Because there's got to be something you want to know if you're asking me a question, right? So that's always the kind of the good, like, okay, well, what have you heard? And let me Ooh, try to debunk them. Turn yes. it on them and ask yes. them the question. Exactly. That's a good way. Or you can answer a question with a question and then answer that question. That's how it makes you sound smarter. So it's like, hey, Brian, what's going on with the XFL? Uh, well, the XFL, is the XFL coming back this year? No, but hopefully they're coming back pretty soon. See? There you go. You, just gotta, you, you, you answer their question with another question, and then you answer that question. Okay, how do you answer this one? Then I'm at I'm having wings with my cousin the other day, and he he you says, got wings in this current market? Yeah, we got wings. Oh man, there huge wing shortage. Have you heard about the wing shortage? No, I haven't. These huge wing shortage. Sized. No, they, I think they're probably my, thighs. Think, were they thighs? Uh, no, they were they were wings, jumbo size wings. Yeah. And you know, Wingstop went to thighs because they ran out my, of wings. Well, they're not getting the jumbos like my like my guy Bill at Jig Offs in Greenfield. I'm telling you, you got to get down there. And I'm sitting there eating wings with my cousin, and he says, "What's with this? I saw football on the TV the other day. Is that the XFL? I saw it was it was like a checkered team, and they were they looked like the Kentucky Wildcats." I said, "No, that's the Spring League. Those are the Jousters." What do we, what do I say to the the the, the People are seeing the Spring League on TV, and we saw people watched it, at yeah. least like 400,000 people. Yeah. But I, there's a lot of those people that don't even know what they were watching. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, this is the XFL still. No. Is it, is it like a pimple popping video that shows up on TikTok? You're like, what am I watching? What am I? Oh, that's what I'm watching. <laughs> uh, so if he asked me that question, I'd say like uh, – well, was that the XFL? No, that wasn't the XFL. <laughs> no. Uh, you just kind of have to tell them what the Spring League is. So I think spring football right now is just in a, in a flux because of the pandemic still. So if somebody asks you, hey, what's that football I was watching? Was that the XFL? I'm like, no, that's the Spring League. It's a league that's been around for a while. And uh, those are just players that are looking for some game tape and getting reps to get themselves ready for either yes. for future um, I opportunity. I, I said as much, but maybe a little more bluntly. I told him it's like a scrimmage league, so those players could get game tape. And yeah. he said, "Oh, okay, that's why it wasn't promoted." I said, "Pretty much," uh, but it's not the XFL. That's going to be a legitimate competitive league. We have no details on anything other than we know who owns it, and it's coming back. Uh, maybe next year, but probably in 2023. Oh, and they're talking to the CFL, and then I get all excited, and then I start explaining the less alignment more. talks, and then L- I just less totally is more lose in all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's less is more in all these conversations because the more you have, uh, the, the 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 rabbit hole gets you know bigger and bigger, and you fall deeper and deeper into it. But now we'll here's say, my this is my solution though. This was my solution for that conversation, and this is what I'm going to recommend for everybody listening. If you fall into this, oh, I can't 
get through to this person or maybe there's a better way to explain to them all this stuff because I want them to be interested in the XFL and all this awesome football that's going to be coming up. Uh, grab their phone and open up probably the Apple Podcast app is what they mostly use and, and search This Is The XFL Show and subscribe to the show for them and then tell them about the show and then they can just listen to the show and then they'll be informed because that's what we're doing. That's we're informing people from, uh, from all fans, all types of fans, all different uh, countries, all different ages, all different football loves. Yes. Uh, we're educating them here one at a time. And unfortunately, what we do here on the show is a little bit too dense uh, to maybe explain thoroughly in the, I don't know, 30 seconds you have of someone's attention at a bar or at a family picnic. So... Just subscribe to the show for well, is my suggestion. If you don't, if you don't, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll toot our own horn a little bit here too. Remember, we were getting constant uh, compliments from league personnel, all the corporate people getting hired, that they were listening to our show to help them catch up to know what the XFL was. Like that's we were. If, if it's good enough for the league personnel and it's good enough for people being hired by the league, then it's good enough uh, for for your cousin at the bar who's uh, enjoying himself some weeks. Yes. That, that's that's the best way to go. Just tell them about the show. Or you you could tell them about the YouTube if they want to watch the show, yeah. too. XFL.show. Well. That's how you answer this. How do you, oh my so what's God. going on with the XFL right now? XFL.show. Next. XFL.show. Just go there. You're going to know it all. I'm telling you, you're going to be so excited. And then, <laughs> uh, and then just go on to the next thing, of wherever you're at the bar or whatever. Two more things. Try to keep them positive. So if you're in, yeah. even if you're in Canada, you don't want to speak ill will of the XFL right now, just because you don't know what this partnership is going to be. So if you start trash talking the XFL, and it turns out that the CFL and the XFL are basically joined at the hip in 2022 or 2023, do you really want to be bashing the XFL? Do you really want to send people down that road and be like, hey, why should I care now? You just told me the XFL was this garbage league that never existed. Got to be careful. You have to be yes. careful. You know, you don't be tell. Careful. Like if a friend calls you and says, "Hey, I just broke up with my girlfriend," you don't call that girlfriend names. You don't. You give it at least some time because you, know you never know. Yep. Yeah. You, nothing worse than saying hi to a girlfriend that you said was a piece of crap. Yeah. Nothing worse. All this, so don't do then, that. You know, five years later, you're at their wedding and you're like, "I, I was just trying to support you, man. I don't know." <laughs> uh, and the last thing I'll say is that if you need help, if you're stuck in this situation, if you're if you're cornered. You have two options, xfl.show or mm -hmm. text us, 724-565-4XFL with the question. We'll shoot you an answer. Alan and I will be ready. Alan's not going to be doing Imme much. He's going to be in immediately. <laughs> He's going to be in peril. You know, you just tell him to hold on or you'll text him later, something like that, and we'll, and we'll text you back. Well, just not this week because I just have so many boxes. And Happy got, Boxing I have Day, to, Alan. I have to tend to those, and then I'll get you maybe in a couple weeks. So that's an option. Happy but uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good advice from us, and who better to give you that advice? And you know what? I enjoy it because I know you're getting out there in public, and I know that in August you're going to be out in public watching the CFL, maybe even betting on some games. That's also an interesting thing, trying to get Ameri my fellow American football fans to, into watching the CFL without scoffing. I mean, I... It, it, it kills me. I'm sorry, I just tell them it's football. But I know this summer when it, the league starts up and I'm watching those games in public, probably at the bar, down with Bill at Jay Goff's, when I tell them I have money on the game, that's where everybody else will get interested. And then I could teach them something about the CFL too. 
and then I'll sneak in the alignment talk and everybody's going to be educated and we're going to be doing our job and we're doing a baby steps, Brian, you know, we got to keep just working. At Can it. you imagine if away. we could bet on those spring league games, how much more of viewerships they probably would have got. I it it pained me. It pained me, especially when those are airing alongside other big sporting events that you could wager on because the world we live in now, I mean, in a lot of states, especially the one I'm in right now, which is pretty awesome, you could bet on games, you know, on an app and just watch them and enjoy them and have a stake in it. But the TSL TSL you couldn't do that. Um can't wait for CFL to be able to do that. And uh people in Canada are gonna be able to do that pretty soon too. So Awesome. Congratulations to them. And thanks to all of the Canadians who have been Ooh. listening to the show. We'll be getting more and more uh, Canadian listenership, we've noticed, Brian. And uh, we, of course, know that the alignment talks are helping with that, too. But welcome aboard, everybody. We're ready to ride in the same boat with you. Your Saskatchewan uh, Rough Riders right now are coming at a plus 500 for to win the Great Cup. Yeah. Third best odds behind like Hamilton it. and Winnipeg. I like it. I'm gonna have to put. I'm gonna put something on that early then, before something changes. Then, I've seen it's up in the air though. I mean, I don't. I, who'd you say was number one? Winnipeg to repeat. Ha- Hamilton at three hundred and Winnipeg at plus four hundred, and then you have oh, Hamilton's Ottawa bringing in the rear at plus twelve hundred. Yeah, Ottawa has no chance. But I'm I'm very interested to see how the uh, Owls improve. I think they're going to be improved too. Just to give my little CFL preview, Brian. But I, can't. <laughs> I, I thought I, I was looking for it. an actual owl. Like who? who? No, I was like who the, the owls. Alouettes. Yeah. I'm learning something. I'm learning something. Yes, the Alouettes, which might be your team. Have you picked a team yet? I am not picking the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, they did. The, Montreal just uh, has some Stanley Cup things to worry about right now. Anyway, so yes, they do. Tonya, I'm going for. Uh, they still have them listed here as the Eskimos. That's. I need to I'll get that updated, but the Edmonton Elks. You better change that to Elks, whatever Elks. website you're on. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It's, I, I'm, I'm asking people to sell me on this, and people haven't sold me on anything. Someone did I'm say gonna... I saw on, on YouTube to go with the Argos. It's hard for me, me to go with anything Toronto. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, Bryant has yeah a deep-seated hatred for most of the Canadian NHL teams. So, I do that, like being the gonna, Winnipeg Jets. I'm a big fan of the Winnipeg Jets. That could maybe oh, and maybe if, you'll be a Blue Bombers fan then. Yeah, see, I'm not. I'm not a fan of most of the other Canadian teams. But do you want to be a front running CFL fan, just picking the team that won the championship to root for I, them? I honestly didn't even know they won the championship last time. So. <laughs> they did for the first time in like forever too. They got okay. two years Boy. to celebrate it. By the way, you've just made two. Um, this might be a thing, and <laughs> the Blue Bombers might be a sign because you've made two Frozen references with Blue Bombers, and that's all I watch nowadays. It's Frozen on repeat. So for the first time in forever. Wait, uh, I thought it was Moana that was on on. No, a that's loop. old. That was last week. What are you talking about? It's all Frozen. Oh, okay, I'll get. We'll get to I'm, it at some point. Well, if you listen, pay attention. Just pay attention to what I say. Are you listening? Jeez. I'm listening. Well, hopefully, our, 
<laughs> well, hopefully our fans uh, catch us here every single Friday right here on your favorite podcast app. That's Google Podcasts, Apple, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you give us that five-star review and tell your friends about us. Uh, if you got a question, comment, or topic you want us to cover, well, then text or call the XFL fan line 724-565-4XFL. Standard text messaging and international rates do apply. Uh, also, follow us on social media platforms at XFL Show, Instagram, Twitter, Alan's favorite Facebook, and maybe we'll TikTok one day. Or if you want to say hello... Uh, then subscribe and watch us on YouTube at xfl.show, uh, the official website of This Is The XFL Show. Uh, and don't forget to check out our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcast. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com and get started today because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. Will this show be out every single week for you to watch or listen to? Absolutely. Will I get this particular episode out at the same time, all the other ones are usually out. I don't know. I've got so many boxes to go, Brian. <laughs> I'm so tired. But I'll get it out there. I got. I know I got to get it up. You can just drive out there on Sunday. Everybody. Push drive. it all day. Just push Wait, it. Oh, push ask the board of governors. I had. I got to ask the board of governors. Day. You got to ask the. You got to ask the uh, unofficial player advocacy group. You know the. Uh, the it's it's a whole pro- process, as they say. Are, now, are you an organized pack, or are you just putting stuff in a box? Like, do you have a no. kitchen box? Do you have a bedroom box? Do you have an yeah. office box? Everything is boxed according to the room it was in and also the area of the room it was in. So, like, if packing up the studio that I'm not even in right now because it's upstairs and empty, uh, all, the, all the desk stuff's together, yes. All the audio stuff's together. And all of the VHS stuff is together, of course. The VHS stuff is together. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can you see my little CRT? The old TV is it back? I see. So, I see it. Yep, I see it now. Yeah, I see. What's covered in the that in that white beauty. saran wrap looking thing? That oh, that's another TV. That's a, pla- a, a plasma. They don't even. Oh make my jeez! Yeah, they don't make them anymore. That's that might be illegal in like some states. Actually, I think be careful where you're actually. <laughs> Am I allowed to drive with that thing in the U-Haul? <laughs> no, I feel like it's a bomb. I, <laughs> uh, I, I swear, officer, it's just a television. Uh, no, but uh, we, if we're you very can't old. if you can't get on a train or a plane with those like little hoverboards, there's no way you could get driving a plasma around town. I'll tell you that much right now. It probably weighs a ton, well, too. Well, we'll see if I make it out. I only have a six-hour drive. I think I'll be good. With, if you take uh, that plasma with you, it'll probably turn into eight. It's going to drag you. You think? Or maybe it might speed me up. Does it act like a nitro, nitro well, it booster? It depends if you put it at the front of the bobsled, like John Candy did. Then maybe it'll you know weigh it down and get you going a little faster. I can't believe he cheated. But you know what? He taught... He taught that bobsled team the right way. That's all that matters. He redeemed himself. And some people say, you know, they can't believe we're still doing the show. And we're going to be back next week. This was a lot of fun, even though I wasn't in a formal studio. Probably won't be for a while, everybody. See, where will I be next week on the show? I might be right next to Bryant pretty soon in person. And you know what? It's going to be a lovely summer. We're excited to... Keep rolling along this road to kickoff whenever that is with you. So thanks, everybody. Don't forget, when you're at the bar, just say XFL.show. That's the easiest and best way to get people informed. For Bryant, I'm Alan. We'll be back next week. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.